on the extended three-hour program, Racing Pulse now hones in on the full Victorian race preview. And we are racing on this Monday at Warrnambool. Uh, always great when we race down at the Bull and finding all the winners and doing all the form today as Warren Huntley has had a very busy weekend. Uh, did you find a winner or two on Saturday, Was Good morning to you. Yeah, Michael, no, we found a couple. That was fine. What a great day's racing it, it was. And, uh, yeah, you're right, it's been a, a big weekend. But, uh, yeah, the show goes on. We've got to try and find some winners at the Bull. Do you like the meeting today? As Rick McIntosh said to you in, in fast form, relatively small fields and some, some races that are a little bit skinny from a market point of view. So, uh, yeah, it uh, seems to be a bit of a repetitive theme and, and the listeners are probably sick of hearing the words, but we're going to have to shoot straight. Well, we've got all the opportunity today. It's perfect weather down there. We're on a good four. The rail's out uh, four metres today at Warrnambool as well. So you'd be expecting it would race pretty evenly? I would think so. I don't think with the improving track and, and the good four and the rail in the four-metre position, I think being on speed would be the preferred yep. position. There was a period of time where the track had had a bit of wear and tear, but we've had some good weather for growth and recovery, and on an improving track, I, I think on speed would be my default position at this stage. Let's have a look at the first race, which kicks off the seven-race card, and it jumps at half-past one this afternoon, and we start with an odds-on favourite here. We can scratch, no, they all go round in the first. Uh, Pierotti. Uh, Pierotti is the favourite from the Busted and Young stable. $1.85 it's into now. Lion City, $4.40, always hunting at $6.00, and uh, Kermadel is a $10 chance. So is this one of the uh, the straight shots we need to fire? I think there's two key winning hopes in the markets, fan. The Michael, I was very keen on Lion City last starter. just think the race shape got a bit messy. The pressure went on a, a fair way out, and the winner of that race goes around as a, as a good chance later on in the day. But Pierante's my top selection, but I'm surprised she's got into that tighter quote. 11 for me. Ahead of three, Lion City, who ran well two starts ago. That was behind Sabre at Hamilton. That form's held up really well, and uh, he's got the blinkers on here. Dean Yendall aboard. As I said, the race just got a bit messy at different stages when he was a $2.30 favourite last start. I think he's had a legitimate winning chance. Then I think it drops away a bit. One, Al Blazer, stuck on OK last start. I, I thought that was probably almost a, a career-best performance. Uh, Zippy Zoo Star had been building to that, to that maiden victory. I think at least a, a place chance and eight... Sir Cuthbert, I thought that the debut run was terrific, making some ground at Burren Beach, which isn't hard to do. Another one that comes through that Zippity Zoo Star race last start, and maybe just needed that run will strip fitter and uh, and can be better for, for that performance. I thought the debut run, anything like that debut run, and I thought that Sir Cuthbert would at least be a place chance. 11 and 3, the winning hopes for me, ahead of 1 and 8. 11 and 3, ahead of 1 and 8 in the first at Warnable race number 2. Uh, this is over 1,200 metres. Miss Millhouse is the favourite here at $2.40, making its debut. Uh, this filly by Toronado for the Archie Alexander stable. It's been 260 into 240. Hoover Havana from the Lindsay Smith stable, who's looking to break a run of three minor placings in its career from three starts, three seconds, in fact. Uh, $2.70. So it's been the big firmer today, 340 into 270. We know the strike rate. Lindsay Smith has on his home deck. Serious I am at $5. Divine Flash, $13. And the two scratchings are 2 and 6 in the second, Warren. 
Again, two winning chances, I think, and the market's drilled down on them. Miss Millhouse's jump-outs have been terrific. The most recent one, she wasn't tested really to, to any extent, but the one prior to that, she looked really nice and sharp, and it just might have been a bit more education and a more tick-over jump-out as much as anything else, and teaching her to relax a bit in her most recent hit-out. I think she's going to be really hard to beat on debut, but Ua Havana looks the, the danger, and the, the provincial form, in Western Australia at Northern was solid. There's nothing wrong with any of those performances. And importantly, he looks to have jumped out well since transferring over here to, to Victoria with Lindsay Smith. So I'm thinking that he's the main danger. Jump outs look good, but I've got a pretty firm leaning to eight ahead of one. Five, serious I am, looks to have trialled up OK. And next best for me, seven, divine flash. Worked on OK when got clear late first up. We'll strip fitter. Eight and one again, the winning hopes here. Eight, one, five, seven. Eight, one, five and seven in the second race today at Warnable. Race number three is over 1,200 metres. In this race, take out number 12. The favourite here is Captain Britain. Uh, another runner that's first up from the Lindsay Smith stable, $2.70. Uh, Civiliana is at $2.70, so equal favourites there. And then we're out to Tuscan Sun, a first starter at $6 from the Mitchie Friedman stable and Maddie Williams, nine fifty. So Warnable trainers dominating the market. Uh, what can you tell us about the debutant, first of all, Warren? Uh, Tuscan Sun, I think he's trialled up really nicely. He looks an athletic style of horse, races in Jerry Ryan's colours for uh, for Mitch Friedman. I think he's, he's a horse who's strode out nicely in the jump outs that I've seen, and, and I'm not surprised he's kicking off at, at beyond 1,000 or... 1,100 metres here at the 1,200 metres. I think he might be a horse in time that gets you know, 1,400 metres minimum and, and perhaps even further, but I do like what I've seen from him. And he's in my numbers. I'm going to go with number 13, Sevillana here. was well-supported on debut, started a $3.20 favourite, and my wallet goes around later on in the day as a strong chance in a stronger race out of that maiden. I thought she battled on well when she finally balanced up and worked home. You'd think she'd be better for that day at the races and the step-up, to 1,200 metres will suit. So I've got 13. Head of nine, Tuscan Sun, the debutante that you're referring to from the Mitch Friedman stable, looks to move really nicely. I, I like the style that he's shown at the jump out. I think he'll be a better horse over further, and he'll probably balance up midfield or worse from that draw, but I expect him to be strong late. Captain Britain's a really interesting runner, number two. His race day form's been terrific, particularly the debut performance behind Desire in what turned out to be a good form race. I think his jump outs have been okay, but maybe he's a better horse on, on race day. Six Pierre O'Rocher might be next best, a debutant for the Matty Williams stable that's jumped out okay, but I think a place hope at best. 13, 9, 2, 6. 13, 9, 2 and 6 in race number 3. Now, it's only a seven race card today, so we'll take a break after this third race and we'll come back with the Quaddy at Warnable today. On RSN 927's Racing Pulse, the Victorian Form Preview. Welcome back to the Victorian Form Preview. We are looking at the Warnable meeting today with Warren Huntley, and it's uh, a nice leisurely seven-race card today, and we have done the first three, which means we're up to the first leg of the Quaddy race number four at the Bull, which will be a three o'clock start over fourteen hundred metres. In this races, uh, in this race, the scratchings are fifteen sixteen. Umentini is the favourite here at four sixty. It's been easy though, three seventy out to four dollars sixty on debut. Rippling or ripple effect is at five dollars. Van Scotia six. And then we're out to Lunar Links at $8.50. So it looks like it could be a, a tricky start to the quaddy here, Warren. 
Yeah, I'm putting four in, Michael, but I'm really not confident. It's a very low confidence race for me and a few different form lines merging and, you know, not a lot to get too excited about. What I did like was the way that number two, Lunar Lynx, closed off last start over 1,200 metres at Kyneton. And uh, I think given that run fitter for that first up performance out to the 1,400 metres, just hoping Josh Cartwright, who rode the horse last start, so he's getting to know the horse, can just take advantage of that draw and settle a little bit closer with the rise in distance. And if that's the case, then I think he's an each-way play. Number two, Lunar Lynx. 14, Van Scotia. Lindsay Smith with a, a strong hand right throughout the day. She was OK first up. That was behind Queen Air, who subsequently run well enough in the, in the vanity on Saturday. So that's clearly a strong form line. Fitter with that run under the belt. Going to need some luck from the draw, but the step up from 13 to 1,400 metres, a definite positive. 13, Umatini. I think the jump outs have been encouraging enough. I think it's going to be a horse that gets over further in time, kicking off at 1,400 metres. Looks a suitable trip for her. And uh, I'll put number 12, Safali, in as well. Back to the jump out since the debut run for the Paddy Payne stable. Last little bit of that race was OK through the line. I think a horse that's still learning, but they can take a lot out of their debut performances. And 1,100 metres was too short. Back to the jump outs, up in trip here. I'd expect some improvement from number 12, Safali, but I could have easily missed here. Michael, I thought number 10, Quick Fingers, would be next best. 2, 14, 13 and 12. 2, 14, 13 and 12. It's a very tough start to the quaddy. Race number 5. It's a benchmark 58 over 1,000 metres. It's a, a little bit different in this market. We can scratch 5 and 9 and Rich Paris is into $1.65 now, looking to make it three on end this time in. I see you coming, four sixty from the Lindsay Smith stable. Profits choice six fifty. Uh Tora Beal, Muriel is at eight dollars fifty and then Sunburnt eleven dollars. Uh well they're backing this like it's unbeatable, Rich Paris. Yeah, I can't have it as uh, as unbeatable. And you the way you pronounce number seven there. Michael, you've uh, you've sort of twigged a, a little bit of a play on words there because uh, your terrible mural was one of those, one of the lines that was said a lot during the mural's wedding uh, movie, and I think the the Torabil mural is probably a, a play on words there and a little bit of a, <laughs> a quirk there from uh, from the connections. I think it races in Marg Lucas's colours, so uh, she must be a fan of uh, of mural's wedding. Good, uh, good morning to you, Marg, if you're listening. I don't think those numbers two and three should be that far apart in the market. Again, Michael, I think there's two main winning hopes in numbers two and three. I love the way number two, I see you coming, has been trialling up. Back to the 58 grade here with a claim for Lockie overall in a race where there does look reasonable speed. You'd think Rich Paris would be part of that speed, but I can see I see you coming, coming late here and, and having a great winning chance and looks a little bit over the odds to head a three Rich Paris who's going very well right throughout her career and particularly this preparation she seems to have matured a bit Adam Chambers does a really good job with his small team and she'll make her own luck, ride the speed from an inside draw, won't have to do a lot of work to get there, be hard to beat if you're including another, it'll be six profits choice who was solid last start behind Rich Paris, has a little bit of ground to make up but going well, gets the three kilo claim there for Matty Price and perhaps didn't get the best of luck last start and four sunburn likely to be slowly away, but will be strong late. Two, three, six, four. Two, three, six, and four. Well, let's get uh, a little bit more information here in race number six because one of the other runners that has been very well backed here is the favourite Red Hawk, trained by Tony McAvoy, who joins us. How are you, T Mac? 
G'day, Michael. How are you? I'm very well indeed. Uh, is Red Hawk ready to win first up at the ball today? Yeah, look, I think he is. Um, he's uh, trailed up beautifully, and uh, we've given him a pretty solid preparation into his first run. And uh, he's very fit and ready to go. And he keeps telling us at home, Michael, that he's uh, got some really lovely ability. And what we all need to see is him to reproduce that on uh, on game day. Well, he's only had the four starts. Has he had any issues or is it just a, a bit of maturity with him? Only a bit of maturity. And he just didn't come up last time. He, he, uh, he ran twice and ran plain and... So we just stopped and started again. He didn't look quite right in his coat, and sometimes that happens. Uh, uh, they just don't don't can't find their form. So we turned him out and give him a spell, and uh, he's come back now and he's telling us that he's still got really nice ability. So, uh, like you say, he's still very lightly raced, and uh, but two of his runs have been excellent, and two have been quite poor. So we need him to find that um, consistency. In race number seven, the last, you've got Navy Black. You've drawn gate one, uh, $5.50 chance. It's, it's had some support this morning. What are your expectations? Yeah, look, she's got some chance. She's she's an okay filly. I think she's still got a fair way to come up uh, to be good enough, uh, Michael, to be quite honest. But the thing we learned last time, we got her out to the mile and she seemed to really relish that. She was strong late in that race and... And the jock reported that her wheels were spinning on that ground. And back on better ground today and out to 1,700, uh, she looks well-placed to me, but uh, but still does need to come up a notch for mine. And then what can you tell us about your debutant in race four, Gold Fever, who's a $17 chance? Yeah, well, we took him to the races and thought he'd run nicely first up and he played up in the barriers and was scratched at the gate. So, um where, where he's got some ability. He's a bit of a, a timid horse. He's a bit fussy and uh, probably got a bit more maturing to do. But we've done everything we can at home and it's time now to go to the races. And and um, he's not the worst chance in that race, I can tell you. Tony, best of luck today. Thank you, Michael. Tony McAvoy joining us there. Let's get back to our preview now at Warnable with Warren Huntley. We're up to race number six which is the second last. It's a benchmark 58 over 1,200 metres. One scratching, take out number 10. Uh, and we just heard from Tony McAvoy about Red Hawk. First up, he's shown promise uh, and he's been supported to win today, $2.25. Uh, Mawalik was really good on debut. Lindsay Smith winning at $3.10. Rich Memories, $5. Thunder and Lightning is the next best in the market at $12. Uh, are you with the favourite Red Hawk, Lauren, or do you think he's getting in a bit skinny at two dollars twenty-five? He's getting tight in the market, Michael. But I'm with him as the, the most likely winner. I like slightly better odds, but he can be a little bit hit and miss, as Tony McAvoy outlined with you. But you have to believe what you see from his jump outs. You've got to try and get a guide on you how I think he's coming to hand this preparation, and he looks like he's ready to, to hit the ground running to me first up. And I like him. I like a, a strong, experienced rider in Johnny Allen aboard and uh, I think he'll win number two Red Hawk. Marwallick was very good winning first up, was strong through the line in a maiden so obviously takes the rise in grade, gets a claim for Lockie Overall who's got some great opportunities from Lindsay Smith today to, to offset that rise in grade and he does look progressive, no reason to think he won't measure up to at least 58 grade 
which memories is fit, consistent for, for Peter Chow. Jared Fry knows the horse well. He'll put himself somewhere near the speed and, and give a sight. I just think a couple of horses with potentially more upside just might have a bit more burst of acceleration than him late. And Thunder and Lightning was big odds, second up last start at Colac, but on face value, that was a terrific win. Not everything went right. Still was able to hit the line strongly. Going to probably end up back in the second half of the field, but you would think would be strong late again. Two, four, three, one. Two, four, three, and one. And then we get to the last of seven, which is at half past four this afternoon. It's over 1,700 metres, and the scratchings in this race are eight and 11. Lucky or likely suspect is the favourite. It's into two dollars and ninety cents now. Coastal Town four forty, Navy Black five fifty, and Brungle Raider at eight dollars. How do we end the day? I think it's an even enough race. The last Michael, and on a day where there's not a lot of value throughout the card, you'd want to be backing Lucas the Younger on an each way basis whenever you supported him. But I think we can do that with number three here. He ducked over the border for his first up run, and back near the inside, he was ducking and weaving there over the fourteen thirtieth. Maricourt, but I thought he ran well enough there. He'll definitely strip fitter. The rise to 1,700 metres suits. He's, he's got an effective second-up record. So each way for me, three, ahead of two likely suspects. He was terrific winning first up over the shorter course of 1,400 metres. You'd think the rise to 1,700 metres is definitely in his favour. We, we get a little bit of a handle on that form earlier on in the card when the horse goes round from the Price and Kent junior stable of, of Lion City, who was absolutely no match for, for Lion's likely suspect last start. But I would think that, uh, that that form will hold up well. And he's a legitimate winning chance, but I think he's a, a touch tight in the market. For Coastal Town, giving the impression now that the rise in distance will suit, but, but has to be proven beyond 1,600 metres. And one Brungle Raid has been back to the jump out since that run recently, just swapped the blinkers for the winkers here, and the, the jump out between runs was most encouraging, gets a full four kilo claim here, and capable of being somewhere near the speed from a good draw. Three each way ahead of two, four and one. Three each way ahead of two, four and one. So, uh, what's the best way to play the meeting today? I think a leap of faith for me with race six, number two, Red Hawk, hoping that uh, Tony and Calvin McAvoy have got him ready to fire first up. The jump outs indicate that he is. So he's my best, race six, number two. Also pretty keen on, on race six, number uh, race two, number eight, Miss Millhouse. I think she's the other, for me, bet on the card. Race six, number two, race two, number eight, the best. Value for me, race seven, number three, Lucas the Younger. Quaddy first league, two, 14, 13 and 12. Just numbers two and three in the second leg. Two, four and three in the third leg taking the top four saddle across three, two, four and one home in the last leg. Player of the day is an all-up win of the two horses that I think uh, can uh, can salute today. Race two, number eight, Miss Millhouse on debut and race six, number two, Red Hawk first up. Good on you, Warren. Who was your horse of the weekend? Gee, I thought the, the run of the day was, uh, was I wish I win. I know he yeah. was defeated, but for him to produce the effort he did, I thought he was outstanding. Anna Vistada to, to absorb that pressure and, and a little bit of eyeball pressure early and then run really slick time. She's obviously come back well and I thought he was a bit of an eye-catcher first up for the Wallace stable but he's been a bit slow getting uh, getting into um, form I suppose, took a run or two but I think there'll be a restricted staying race for Timor, the horse in the OTI colours. I thought closed off well on Saturday.
day. So just for the right race, I think he was the horse that, that I'll take out of the meeting. What's your gut feel about the big boy nature's trip? I want to see him at uh, at beyond a thousand metres. Um, he looked great. I got some vision from uh, from some people associated with Nature Strip of him wading in the water and, and out at the beach yesterday morning. Indications were he's as bright as a button. He's well. Maybe it's just uh, you know wear and tear and, and old age. I want to see him back in Sydney, get the Wallace Stable, getting to, to 1,200 metres, and, and then assess him following another run. It may well be a, a changing of the guard. I'm just not writing him off yet. I want to see him at a trip of beyond a 1,000 metres and, and perhaps with that run under the belt, maybe as an older horse, he's just going to improve, but he will need to. Yeah, oh, I'd love to see him bounce back. Uh, there's no doubt about that. And, gee, we've got a, a mouth-watering week, don't we, Warren, with the build-up to the Blue Diamond on Saturday at Sandown. It's going to be different-looking Blue Diamond. The Oakley Plate's so deep and an intriguing uh, futurity as well. Yeah, absolutely, Michael. And, and the Blue Diamond on the lakeside circuit at, at Sandown, it's a relatively short run to that first term, so a totally different race to the shoot start at, at Caulfield. And with the, the 1,400-metre futurity being on the lakeside circuit too, that, that sort of changes the dynamic slightly from that, from the ore on the hillside circuit. And, you know, I heard you chatting this morning, you know, we're going to have alligator blood, we're going to have other horses on speed, Gentleman Roy in that race, so... It'll be a really intriguing race, the, the Futurity. And, yeah, the 1,200-metre start on the lakeside circuit for the, for the two-year-olds, totally different race, really, to the to the shoot start at Caulfield for the normal Blue Diamond. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Uh, Warren, uh, good punting today, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to build the bank as we head towards Blue Diamond Day. Certainly hope so, Michael. Thank you. Warren Huntley with all of his selections for today's Warnable card. Don't forget, if you missed any of those, just jump on rsn.net.au. They'll be up on the Tipsters Hub.